Okay, good morning. Today's class is in Lunishmat Natalie Bachashana, Lunishmat Yerachmil Diana Ben Gedalia, and Lunishmat Sian Ben Emam. Also, for Shalema of Daniel Ben Sarah, Rav Daniel Ben Sarah, Rav Shalom Ben Yavna, Yamna, and Bizrat Hashem, Lunishmat, and for Shalema of Chana Bat Adel. Bizrat Hashem, also success of your of Elishav Anavag, Gadiel Elishav, Shef Elishav, Reina Makavatovavasha, Gadiel Elishav. Today's class is also sponsored by Anonymous and Health and Happiness of All. Okay, God willing, we're going to uh, May third and May fourth. We're going to be in LA and May seventeenth in in um, May seventeenth in Manhattan. Okay, today's class we're really going to as we're getting to the closer and closer to um, the holiday of Passover, obviously eliminating the chametz, etc. One, one element that we want to talk about today is definitely from the gates of trust. If you could tell me, if I could tell you, listen, of all the questions you get asked, every single question you get asked, I would say 90% of the questions that I have are based on a fear versus, and the, basically the opposite the person has to go to is trust. And just, just if you want to just take a, a, an example of this in your life, look at an area of your life where you're, you're succeeding. Look at area of the life that you're succeeding very well then. You'll see in that area, you have trust. Whatever area of your life you're succeeding in, that area you have 100% trust and confidence. If people say the wrong things to you, you don't care, you know who you are, you're not affected by another person's opinion, whether they like it, whether they don't like it, you're completely the same. Whether you get a compliment or you don't get a compliment, you're solid, you have your own opinion there, there's no way you're giving away your energy, you build solid trust that area of your life you're succeeding. Look at an area of your life where you're not succeeding. And that area of your life that you're not succeeding, whether it be relationships, whether it be work-wise, whether it be with yourself, etc., it's an area that has fear. I hate to make it so super simple. And the questions and the confusions come out of this element of fear. Today we're going to talk about this book called The Gates of Trust, Shar B'Tachon. This is a must. This is a must. This, this book is a must because... Like anything else, if you want to be in shape, you have to know everything about being in shape. You have to know how your metabolism works. You have to know how, when to eat, how to eat. You have to know what kind, what, 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 what are you allergic to. You, you, you can't go into something without, without the, the, the dot and the knowledge. And the same thing, with, with, anytime you're dealing with something so important that your whole life is dependent upon, which is trust. You have to know everything about it. You have to know how it works. You, don't have, to, you have to know how it works spiritually. You have to works, and you have to know the effects of opposite. What happens when we don't have it? So today, the majority, I would say, the world is stuck in procrastination, which is fear. The world is stuck in perfectionism, which is fear. The world is stuck in control issues, which is fear. The world is stuck in fear of failure, which is fear. The world is stuck in all of these lower levels of emotion, control, anger, etc., Fear of failure, all of these basically are doing one thing, protecting the ego. They're doing nothing but protecting the ego. Because at the end of the day, if you did something and you learned it and you surrendered the outcome, that's trust. Trust is being able to take action and surrendering the outcome. Whether or not it works out, one way or another, you're going to learn, etc. That is the beginning of everything. But to the extent where we're protecting our ego, how are we going to look, what happens if I, or fear of comfort. Fear of discomfort. All of these things, you can recognize why we're not getting success in areas of our life. I hate to make it so simple, but it's pretty much, that's what it is. It's, and, and to the extent that you have accumulated certain amount of fears, that just manifests in anxiety, worry, etc. 
One of the benefits of having bitachon is having calm confidence and tranquility and having peace of mind. Sages say it. When you have peace of mind, when you have tranquility, it's a sign you have calm confidence. So practically, look, just look at an area. And this is what I try to do to pe- for people. Okay, it's, a person could be very, very successful playing basketball. That area, no matter what happens, nobody will, he can change his opinion. And if somebody says something wrong to him, he's going to end up using that energy to fuel. But other areas, that is not the case. So you basically have to take the winning formula and you have to apply it to whatever is going on in your life. And if you do, you will see success. But if you don't, you could be very successful at work and be very confident and know exactly how, what, what's going on. You have trust. But next thing you know, you could have a past breakup in a relationship and you cannot apply that same formula to work. But technically, it should be the way you do anything is the way you do everything. But no, we do, we do in some areas of our life we're vulnerable and some areas of our life. And it's very, very important you need to understand that. And this is why Shar Bitachon, the, the, the gate of trust, is really the key. Because ultimately, what, do you, what are we here in this world? We're here in this world to recognize our Creator in our life. And to the extent where we recognize Him and we trust in Him, we get the material, spiritual, and mental benefits from it. But when we're in this world and we don't recognize our Creator, and all we are is thinking about ourselves, and we seek to take the honor and, and, and kavod, then we're going to be in a very frightful world, etc. That's pretty much... The energy. If you want to just talk about this scientifically, energy-wise, they say fear is in a level of, of 150. It's a very low level of energy where trust is in a level of 350. So just imagine, I think 350, I believe. Just imagine yourself having two times more energy when everything you do. Two to three times more energy. Imagine walking around, whatever energy you have, multiply by two and a half. What, what, what's the price of that, by the way? What's the price of having double the energy you have? What's the price of having trust in your relationships? Imagine, I mean, imagine going through a relationship when you have energy. What does a relationship look like? It's got passion, it's got excitement, it's got newness. But imagine if you're the whole day in a relationship wondering whether or not it's going to work out or not. <laughs> I mean, just pra- practically, common sense. What do you think that relationship's going to look like? It's going to accumulate amount, so much pressure that it just is not going to take nothing more but a very simple thing to go wrong and for that relationship to go wrong. And most of the times, the worst thing about the situation, because we're such in a very low, in a low spiritual, we have a very, very low spiritual connection today. We're not even recognizing that we're projecting most of these problems. That's the problem. You understand? The problem is, such, people have such unawareness that the projection, they're actually complaining about the fear of the other person Meanwhile, we are the ones projecting that problem. And that's pretty crazy. Because there, you don't even know where to, where to turn to, but, you know, whatever anxiety medication, and obviously the world of today, just, you know, you have anxiety, just smoke some weed. That will fix the problem, instead of dealing with the root of the issue. I've never heard of a person said, I smoked so much weed, I got my bitachon back to Hashem. I've, I'm waiting to hear that case. You have no idea how much weed I smoked. I got such bitachon by smoking weed. Those cases don't happen. I hate to tell you. Maybe they'll give you a temporary relief. At the end of the day, you're going to get stuck in a, in a, in a habit. So whatever is free, you're going to pay for it. Just, I, I hate to give people such straight advice and obviously owning an addiction center and a detox. I see this all the time. There's no good endings 
when you avoid issues in life. There's no, there's no happy endings. <laughs> there's no happy endings. There's only chronic, chronic addictions, enslavement, and this is exactly what we're trying to leave. We're trying to be free. The goal in life is not to get high. The goal in life is to be free. I strongly recommend understanding bitachon, understanding what bitachon is. Bitachon, when you have trust, what, are, what is some, when a person has trust, what does he do? He gives charity. When he has trust, what does he do? He takes, makes decisions. When he has trust, what does he do? He lets go of the outcome. When he has trust, what does he do? He doesn't depend on, his, on other people. He relies on his creator and he develops that confidence. Confidence comes from the word in Latin, confidere, intense trust in yourself. So in any area you've had in that life in the, where you have been successful, it's only because you have worked on yourself, you've overcome your fears, and the result is success. The opposite is true in another area. I hate to make it so simple. And the, and the answer now is not to accumulate more, it's to pretty much go in the opposite direction that got you into the problem. That's what our sages say. If you're, if you're, sages say that you could do this for 40 days. Anytime our sages say that some of the... Because it takes 40 days to make a, a, a birth. 40 days represents a new, a new baby, right? So if you do, for example, they tell you if, you, if you're 40 days, you hit the snooze button for 40 days straight, don't hit the snooze button, get out of bed straight. And eventually that becomes a new reality. So the same thing with, with, with fear. You have to pretty much, you could do it two ways. You can go and surrender all the fear, what's causing the fear, or you can just go completely in the opposite direction. God is not telling you to be rational with trust. He's telling you to jump in. <laughs> He didn't say, well, why don't you take a, um, why don't we get, uh, let's, let's measure to see how, if the sea's going to split, let's measure the wind speeds, let's measure whether or not the day it's going to go. He tells you either you're jumping into the sea or you're going to get drowned. You make a decision. You see, there's no rationality with these things. And the more rational we are, what, why do we need to be so rational at the end of the day? Obviously, you have to make calculated risk in life, but the more rationality comes from the fear itself. Because the more fear I need, the more control that I want to make sure that I'm not going to avoid failure. So it works exactly the opposite. Something very, very deep the Baal Shem Tov says. The Baal Shem Tov says that a person must pray for his trust to be strengthened. Because when God desires to punish a person, he begins by removing a person's trust from him first. You can't fall in life unless you've lost your trust. You cannot fall in any area of your life unless you have fallen in your trust. So what do you need to do? You need to constantly strengthen yourself. Ask Creator. I don't know how many times people are asking, God, give me trust. So number one, you're going to have triple the energy you're going to have. You're going to have much more energy to be able to do things. Number two, you're going to be able to let go, completely let go of the outcome, which is that itself is very anxiety today. What's going to happen? What's going to be? How do I know? These are all questions. How do I know? How do you know it's going to work out? All of this is just a waste of time. And he's saying here, among the benefits of tranquility, one of the things that a person, the gate of trust says, and this is right, who wrote the book is Rabbeinu Bahaya. He says that one of the benefits you're going to have is you're going to have tremendous amount of tranquility. You're going to have calm confidence. It's the difference between, like I said before, using that anxiety, the anxiety is, does not become, anxiety becomes excitement. Nobody's telling you to have no anxiety at all. Because that means you're not doing anything, you're not challenging yourself. You have to be able to channel that into that. 
If a person places his trust in something other than God, then very simple. God removes the divine providence from him. What happens when you start texting somebody and they stop texting you back? You check out and they check out. Pretty much. It's a reciprocal effect. Everything in life, there's a reaction, there's an action, and there's a reaction. You go outside, you smile at somebody, they'll smile at you. You go outside, you give them a dirty look, they'll give you a dirty look. Whatever in life, you get, there's a reaction, and there's a, the same thing below. When there's an action below, if it's a positive action, then there's a reaction above. If there's a lower reaction below, there's a reaction above. Somebody asked the Lubavitcher Rebbe. He says, some beautiful what he's saying here. The Lubavitcher Rebbe says, look at what he's saying here. And he takes this from the Rabbi Marash. A Jew is never deficient in sustenance. He's never deficient in money. Rather, he's deficient in trust in God. It's not a money. It's It's a trust in God you're deficient in. There's an abundance of sustenance prepared for every Jew. However, if a person is deficient in trust, the sustenance does not reach him. So it's not a question, I'm lacking money. No, you're lacking trust. I'm lacking love in the relationship. No, I'm lacking love in myself. I'm lacking the relationship of Hashem and No, you have trust issues. That's really the problem. Every problem is because the flow of the heavenly flow is not coming in. The Lubavitcher Rebbe explains that bitachon is like a faucet. When we have it, the faucet is open and our blessings pour through. However, when we lack it, faucet's closed. It's not a question or not whether I have water in my house. But if nobody paid the bill, I can't use the faucet. The faucet is there. The money is there. Everything is there. The soulmate is there. Everything is there. Love is there. Everything is there. But we need to be able to turn it on, to allow it to flow. When we say it's not on, nothing, it's not possible, it's always on, just it's not flowing. Alternatively, you can have such strong trust and faith in God that He will lead you to the proper path and fulfill your blessings. Afterwards, you will see the fulfillment. And this is where He's saying here, if a person places his trust in something other than God, then what happens is, is you're not getting punished. But what's going to happen is, then God removes His divine providence from Him. Pretty much, that's how it works. When you put your energy, when you put your trust in Dr. Fauci, then you can't have divine providence anymore because you put your trust in the CDC. Nobody's telling you to be a... You follow, you're careful, take care of yourself, etc. You have ability. But once you start putting over too much trust in everything else, God removes the trust from you. He's also separated from us and He leaves us exposed to any evil that might befall us. So once that is the problem, you get exp- you're exposed now to negativity now allows you to come in. You understand? You don't want to trust in God? No problem. Then trust in the system. Trust in the alarm clock. Trust in the attorney. Trust in the judge. Trust in anything else. What we call this in Kabbalah is called fallen fears. A.K.A. fallen fears. So what happens? Fallen fears have the ability to use imagination to make things actually happen. Because whatever you manifest in your mind, tends, whatever you hold in your mind, tends to manifest. Because I've allowed it to manifest. A person's existence is dependent upon God's providence when he chooses to place his God in trust. And he says, if you do not, then I'll leave you to the system you're working. This is the word carry. 
carry means by happenstance. If you serve me carry, happenstance, then I will also serve you by happenstance. So you get divine province basically according to your level of connection. And he's saying here that there's two. There's inner province in God's greater layer, God involvement, involved in his transactions and external. In the lower, God also is the ultimate source of everything. So what happens and he's saying here? And this is where where it talks about when the Jews lack trust in God, what do they say in the Psalms? They have exchanged the glory of God for the likeness of an ox eating grass. When the Jews fell to the golden, instead of trusting in God, you know what they did? Now all of a sudden they're serving, a, they're serving an idol that eats grass. Just to show you where we've fallen. We have fallen to that. And believe me, I myself, I myself, I've never forgot this. When I was going through my very difficult trials, all I was thinking about Who's the judge? Who's the attorney? Who's the this? Who's the that? I lost trust in God. And you know what happens? Things got worse and worse and worse. You cannot take the, the, your, your eyes off your creator. And the ultimate solution, Rav Haim Kanietsky gave me the ultimate solution. His, his wife did. May he rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Focus on your creator. What got you into the problem is pretty much what Albert Einstein says. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And he says something else. What got you into the problem is not going to be the same mind that's going to get you out of the problem. If your whole problem was based on fallen fears, your solution is going to be focusing on God. She told me that. She says, listen, I know you're waiting online to see him, but let me give you this segula, which was Eino Vivado. Eino Vivado is nothing but God. So every court case, person should take, because sometimes a person could start thinking, oh, I know the judge, I know the attorney, I know this, I know that. And when you misplace your trust, now you all of a sudden, what do you mean God? It's the attorney's in charge. God's the one that decides exactly. And this is where if a person relies on his wisdom, his schemes, his physical efforts, his own efforts, the efforts will be for none, not. And this is where not only do you have to ask your creator to help you with this, but you have to be careful with the illusion that you are the one making the money, which is the curses. This is exactly from my strong hand I made the money. You have to be very, very careful. This is why you wash your hands every morning. We wash our hands specifically before bread because bread represents your livelihood. But you sometimes we have the illusion that, oh, it's my strength making the money. So your Creator is teaching you every time you're washing your hands, hey, remember, washing your hands means amuna, faith. Remember that the blessing's coming from your creator. And basically an indication of not whether or not you are, you have bitachon or not, number one, your energy level. Number two, do you make decisions? Number three, do you go into action or do you go more into withdrawal? Action is trust, withdrawal is, because what's the symptoms of fear? Anxiety and withdrawal. So most areas in your life where your anxiety or withdrawal, and withdrawal could be a form of procrastination, Withdrawal can be a form of perfectionism. Those are all forms of fear. Fear manifests in many, many areas. Not that it scares you. It's, it's, it's basically pushing the time back, 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 back. Delaying, delaying, delaying. All the delaying is basically fear-based. And this is where we say, I can't, it really means I don't want to. So think about your relationships. If your relationships are extremely rocky, then there's a problem of trust. It's not that the relationship's a problem. It's the consciousness in the relationship. You guys are not on a higher level of consciousness to be able to make that work. 
if somebody's insecure, remember, all, all they're worrying about is not being abandoned. <laughs> so codependency, you can't tell me I have bitachon and I'm codependent. Not possible. Because you would not be dependent on a human being. You would be dependent on God. Can't have, and you can't have success in that relationship either. Because your creator is constantly telling you, I want you out of slavery. Slavery is dependence. And fear puts us into a slavery because we're so obsessed with, with control. Another thing that, another thing that, that Bitachon is saying here, person has Bitachon, one of the rewards he's going to get is he's not going to be able to be dependent on anybody. So there you go. He won't place, need to place hope in man or expect anything from other people. Codependency is definitely, you'll be independent. You'll be free. You won't depend on your partner. You won't depend on anything. That is freedom. But to the extent that you have fear, what happens? A manifestationist fear becomes codependence, fear of abandonment, not allowing anybody into your life. All you're doing is just protecting your ego. That's why it's such draining. Why is it so draining? Because all day long I'm thinking about myself. Number two, I'm protecting my ego. And number three, I'm going to end up repeating the same cycle in every relationship over and over again. That's the problem. The problem is that you keep on doing it and it keeps on repeating itself three, four times and we keep on doing the same thing. That is what the exhaustion is. The exhaustion is getting the same results. And you have to recognize this. It's not any time. The biggest, the biggest advice I can give you, whatever you're going into anything, the number one thing you should ask for is what is my consciousness when I'm dealing with this issue? How's my consciousness in my relationship? Where am I coming from? Where's my consciousness in my job? Where's my consciousness here? How your consciousness is, is exactly how you're going to take everything in. Pretty much. And if you don't do it that way, then what happens? That's the Kotzer Ruach that we're talking about. And the prophet said in Isaiah, But the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I was not embarrassed. Therefore, I made my face like a flint, and I knew that I would be ashamed. Fear them not, did not fear their words. So what the Pasuk is saying here is clearly... Your creator takes away your bechina. Takes away your... When you have fear, it takes away the dot. It takes away your dot. Takes away your consciousness. Takes away your awareness. So you're, you're left lost in a situation. Another, another segula you're going to get. Peace of mind and serenity. A person who trusts in God, his trust will bring him to turn his heart away from preoccupations and he will be able to focus on the source of everything. He will be like the alchemist. What does the alchemist do? Alchemist takes metals and makes it into something positive. So this is areas of your life, that this is why it's very, very important that, I mean, this book has it's so much, so much, so much, so much to, to deal with. But the, how do you know you have trust in God? The definition according to him? The essence of trust is God is the peace of mind of the person who has trust in the end and relies on him. So whether or not you have peace of mind is because you have bitachon. You have peace of mind at work, you have, bitachon. You have peace of mind in relationships because you have bitachon. Anything else but anxiety, depression, negativity, all of this is because you don't have trust. That is the big issue. Because everything, all your behaviors are belief-based. I could almost predict already where the person is operating in. And if you don't recognize this, one way to do this is you can go deal with the past and you can say what got you there and reinvent the past and, and, and reinterpret the past. That's one way. Or the second you could say, you know what? I'm just going to go completely in the other direction. 
Example, if you have a habit of every single time you, you go to the gym, you procrastinate. Go all in. And eventually, if you do it for 40 days, you could actually form a new habit. And this is why I was able to get married in 30 days. This is why I was able to buy things in very complicated situations. Because I love the process and I was able to make decisions because I trust in God. I trust decisions. For example, you're going out with a guy who's cheap. What is his problem? Is it that he's cheap? Or he has fear of, losing, of, of running out of money? It's not really he's cheap. He's running fear of running out of money. Probably not a guy you should marry. Probably not a person you should marry. Our sages say when you're cheap, when you constrict your blessings, you have to give away money. Pretty much. Whatever got you into the problem, you have to use the opposite. And again, this lesson does not go away. But you would figure that we, we learn the Torah every week, and the most popular verse in the Torah says, do not fear. And somehow, it's not coming into our hearts. And we're walking around with anxiety. So this is a major, major issue that we need to work on. First, identify the problem. Second, Pray that you, God should give you trust. Third, start taking action in areas that you have taken inaction. And as you get going, you will see progress and you will see blessings. Because remember, trust, when a person trusts in God, he's surrounded by mercy. God gives you mercy. And I say this over and over again. It's not the business itself. It's because you took trust, he will bless that business. We're thinking, I have to be in the right business. I have to be in the right situation. You could sell ice cubes in Alaska and be successful. Do you understand? If you have trust in God. He will bless you whatever you do. Or you could, be, you could sell umbrellas when it's pouring outside and you will not be able to even sell one umbrella. It doesn't mean the business itself. It means your ability, because we know... Practically, there's people in the same business. Those business and there's people in my industry shutting down all day long. It's not the business. It's the level of bitachon in that business. And one of the best ways to preserve a business and preserve everything is through charity. Because charity is ultimately showing I trust. When you, say tr- when you give charity, you're saying I trust. Why does the person not give charity? Fear of running out of money. If you have fear of running out of money, how can I bless you? So if you have more money, you're just going to have more fear of running out of money. It's actually a curse. So this is an area where you have to really work on. That's the chametz. You, 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 we're not getting to the... We're walking around with a three-legged table and just trying to figure out different things to put a peg under the table and to, sh- and to stabilize it. No, God wants that fourth leg. Start going all in. Surrender what anybody cares. And how do you know you've mastered an area of your life? Whether or not you've compliment, you get compliments or you get insulted and you don't give away your energy. You don't care. I like what you're doing. Great. Yeah, I don't like what you're doing. Great. How do you know you mastered eating? You can eat anything. It doesn't... You're okay. I eat this. It's okay. If I eat that, it's okay also. You don't need anything. That's when you've mastered an area of your life. You're in a relationship. You can get insulted and you can get praised. It will not affect your energy level. You're not giving away. You're whole. That area, you're, you're solid. You made it solid. But if there's an area you get insulted, because at the end of the day, other people's comments are not even about you. It's about them. 
It's about them anyway. So that's why you. That's how you know you've you're solid in that area. May Hashem help us all that you should see. And again, I don't have. To, you don't even have to hear this class. Just look at areas of your life where you see success, and look at areas of your life where you're not seeing success, and just ask yourself, why am I seeing success in this area, and why am I not seeing success in this area? And you will come to a very simple conclusion. This area I build trust. This area I'm working on fear. So take this, this, this equation and apply it to here. And I was working with, this, with somebody in my, my, my rehab center. He's a musician. And somehow he's a really, really great musician. And he doesn't care who's in front of him, what happens. He shines. But other areas of life, disaster his life. Disaster. Complete disaster. So I said, how come, you, how come it's working here and not here? Because I trust myself here. Well, there you go. I said, Has, have things ever broken down in the middle of the show? Yes. What did you do? Well, I figured it out. Pretty much. What would happen here? Exactly. So just take the simple formula. And I would say back to every single psychology book was pretty much based on this principle. Procrastination, peak performance, athletes, etc. It's all based on this concept. And this concept is all based on it. Have a great day.